Your brain needs support, and new Ollie Brainy Chews are a delightful way to take care of your cognitive health. Made with scientifically backed ingredients like Thai ginger, L theanine, and caffeine, Brainy Chews support healthy brain function and help you find your focus, stay chill, or get energized. Be kind to your mind and get these nootropic chews at ollie.com. That's O-L-L-Y.com. These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. Sorry about the noise. My neighbor's sanding his deck. My motto? Don't work on your deck. Play on it. Life's good with a Trex deck. Low maintenance with a 25-year residential warranty. Trex, the world's number one decking brand. Palmer bet on the edge of the box. Oh, it's a straight-up screamer! Download our app today and enjoy straight-up screamers this FIFA World Cup with great odds, great promos and same-game multi at Palmerbet. Gamble responsibly. For gambler's help, call 1-800-858-858. And it's time to talk a little bit of golf, and I'm very pleased to say we've got Dean Murphy on the line with us. Uh, Dean is uh, the CEO of New Zealand Golf, has been for uh, over a decade now. So uh, obviously, Dean, uh, good morning to you. It's a, it's a job you've thrived in, a job you've enjoyed uh, over that period of time, how much has the game grown during uh, your time at the helm? Good morning, Smithy. Um, look, it is uh, you know over a decade in a job. You're going to have to you know be someone that loves it, and that's certainly the case for me. Um, uh, how lucky am I, mate? I get to live and work and breathe and talk about golf all day long. So um, yeah, it's great for me. And look, over the last decade, golf's really. Uh, I mean, everyone involved in the game or a observer of the game will know that it's 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 really grown a lot the profile has really increased we've seen way more players come to the game and you know golf's really on a um, on a big high at the moment it has been for a few years so it's uh, it's all happy days right now and even better that there's people out playing golf around the country right now yeah that is uh i want to get to that shortly actually but i, I want to just sort of uh, touch on the, on the strengths and and things that around new zealand golf the setup itself now a lot of people look at um, New Zealand golf as one body. Uh, the, the other body, of course, is the NZPGA, which is uh, what, more designed or run by professionals as such. Could you explain the difference uh, for those of us who aren't at au fait with that? Yeah, well, a lot of um, people will be familiar with, um, you know, players' associations and, and sport. And the, the NZPGA, it's not a bad way to look at it. They're, they're the body that looks after the professional members and other the, the players or the coaches who effectively have a, a membership um, union, a membership body that looks after their interests. So kind of very similar to the Rugby Players or Cricket Players Association. They're, um, they're a, a great body who do great things looking after their professional members who all voluntary opt in to join them. Um, they do a great apprenticeship and, you know, help help train and um, bring through coaching professionals and, you know, professionals who go on to lead clubs in all different parts of our sector. So kind of like a members um, members players association is the best way to think of it. And uh, Golf New Zealand, the company I work for, is the, the leadership and governance um, body for all of golf. So that governs uh, all amateur golf and all all. Um, golf courses around the country as such. I know there's been many new golf courses that have been built by mm. private enterprise Julian Robertsons etc that have been building around the country. Do you have jurisdiction over those privately owned ones as such as well, New Zealand Golf? Yeah, all clubs in the country are members of our organisation and the extent to which we work uh, with uh, clubs varies. Um, 
there's you know nearly 400 clubs around the country and we probably work with you know a couple of hundred of them very very closely every day and and do lots of work with them there's there's others that are pretty self-sufficient and don't need much help or support um the the ones at the sharper end that you talk about those sort of private developments that sort of are right at the sharp end of golf in new zealand and really cater for that that real elite end of golf and 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 travelers and tourism and all that sort of thing they um they have a relationship with us around their course and and handicap system and you know rules and all that sort of stuff and um, we do our best to help promote them on the world stage as well through the, the tourism offering so they're really important and you would know um, there's been quite a lot uh, of new development in New Zealand the last 10 years and you know well over a billion dollars worth of private money gone into developing golf course facilities and that's actually only getting there's uh, three or four more on the, on the construction table right now and uh, you know, it, it's so cool for the, the golf sector in New Zealand to see all these wonderful world-class golf courses being built by private individuals tipping their, their private tin into it. Obviously, in the past, Dean, um, you know, we've had some great golf programs for the youth of New Zealand. I mean, you only look, go back, uh, well, it must be about 20 years ago now, maybe even a bit longer, mm. to that wonderful program at one point that Rotorua Boys High had, that, which produced so many uh, terrific Eisenhower players, etc., that have gone on to professional careers. Uh, these days, uh, we tend to be a little bit concerned about what direction our youth are heading into. Rugby numbers are dropping, cricket numbers are dropping. Uh, the concern of mm. drop off in certain areas, certain age groups. Uh, how's golf looking in that area? Because, you know, in all seriousness, that is the future of the game. Yeah, it is. And, and that's, I think, and I talk to our team all the time, it's the thing we should be most focused on is getting the next generation to play the sport because sooner or later you and I are not going to be around and we'll need the next generation to play. And um, You know, New Zealand has seen a reasonably static golf number for young people for quite a number of years. Um, we got ourselves organised and put a new program in place a couple of years ago for um, what we call Futures. It's around getting more, more kids playing for the future of our sport and we've seen about a 50% uplift in numbers in the last two years, about 48. So uh, big, big uplift in the last couple of years, but it hasn't been great for our, for a wee while. You know, something we're quite focused on. And that, you know, the, the amount of playing numbers you have as young, young people does have a correlation to the number of people you get into development programs and then out there uh, on the world stage. And we've got some amazing young talent right now um, out there, you know, in the throes of making in that next step. And I'm excited to see what will happen in the next year or two. But there's no getting around it. We need far more young people playing the sport uh, to get far more people on that development pathway and out onto the world stage and something we're pretty focused on. I think like all sports, uh, they need role models. We've certainly got some role models in golf, particularly uh, with Lydia Co, Ryan Fox, Danny Lee, which brings me to our next question. Often people uh, have asked me just in the last uh, month or so, how come we only had uh, like one of each in terms of our Olympic program? Now, can you explain the qualifying for that where America could have four or five players or four players anyway, we could only have uh, one of each? Yeah, it's a, it's, a, it's a fiddly old qualification system and it's 60 people make the field for the men's field and 60 for the women um, and you can have a maximum of two per country except if your players are ranked in the top 15 in the world and then you can have up to four so you saw it in the men's field uh, for the Olympics there was four Americans in the top 15 in the world so they got to send four along in the women's field you saw four from South Korea and four from America make up the field and they all were inside the top 15 in the world so um, part of that I think with the Olympic field, they're trying to get a 
good number of countries there, but they're also trying to get the very best players. So there's a bit of balance there in trying to put that field together. Um, we actually had uh, two males qualify. Um, Danny did qualify as well. However, he broke his rib and was injured and um, couldn't get out there. So it was just Foxy teed it up for the men. And, of course, Lids did so great for the women. Um, hopefully next time around in Paris we'll have a We'll have two two men, two women. Um, we've got a couple of uh, women knocking on the door of LPGA and, and hopefully one of them gets up and qualifies and we see then certainly a number of men who are really to take that next step and could be um, could be well within the uh, um, you know, the realms of qualifying next time around. So fingers crossed for Paris we see two there, but yeah, um, up in Tokyo just the, the one on each side. So, Dean, um, I, my apologies here to uh, those people living in Auckland and Northland at the moment, but mm. the rest of the country, fortunately, are allowed to play golf under Level 3. Can you just go through, for those people that aren't aware and maybe considering now getting out and, and playing some golf, getting some exercise, uh, tell us uh, the rules and regulations around Level 3, just to, to clarify a few points, please. Yeah, it's we're really lucky that we can get our golf courses back open at, at level three. And um, I tell you what, the people at Sport New Zealand and the Ministry have done a great job with this, and uh, we're pretty thankful. But the, the there are a heap of restrictions, and that's you know just part of life now. But to play golf at elite level three, all the facilities at the golf club are closed, so the house and pro shop and all that sort of stuff. You can't go inside there. Um, you can do click and collect and pick up stuff if you need it, but um, just can't go inside the premise. So. That's the first thing. The second major thing is that you can only play on your own or within your bubble, whatever that bubble is. That's the only people you can play with in your group. So we've seen yesterday a whole flood of people playing as, you know, families playing together or husbands and wives or people out there playing on their own. But it is limited to whatever your bubble is. That's that's all you can play with in your group. Um, some other things that we have to do at level three are um, we can't have pin flags out on the course, um, which is just about minimising touch points. So things like bunker rakes and pin flags and uh, you know all the ball washing stations and drinking fountains, all that kind of stuff, they're all off the course. But uh, the good news is you can get out there and, and play golf and hit the ball and get out and enjoy the fresh air and um, get out of lockdown, which um, I tell you what, the courses were packed yesterday. It was amazing to see people. And um, I think being locked down for a couple of weeks uh, certainly whets everyone's appetite for getting out there. Hey, Dean, thanks so much uh, for clarifying that for people considering it. There's still plenty of opportunities, and uh, hopefully, um, some of us uh, might be down to level two in Auckland down to, and Northland down to level three very shortly. So, uh, many, many more golfers can get back to what they enjoy doing most. And, and also, thanks so much uh, for uh, just enlightening us to uh, the state of golf in New Zealand at the moment. Very informative. Uh, thank you, and go well. Good on you, mate. Thanks. Yep, cheers. 9.43 here. Uh, that was Dean Murphy, the CEO of Golf New Zealand, and a uh, very lucky man, he says, to be in the job, a job that he loves. For over 10 years, texts uh, and calls uh, would be appreciated. 88.33, Sophie Pascoe, man, special. What about golf? You're going to get out and play some golf. Uh, what do you make of, uh, of those rules there? Sometimes needing new tyres can catch us by surprise. That's why tyre power gives you the power of zip pay and zip money. You can get what you need now, get back on the road safely and pay for it later. Terms and conditions apply. So visit tyrepower.com.au or call 13 91.